If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. What a great quote by Nikola Tesla. Welcome to Heal Conversations to Guide You Toward Personal Growth and Overall Wellbeing. Hello, everyone. Thanks again for joining us. This is episode five, Britt. How exciting is this? Congratulations. And same to you. (laughs) Five whole episodes. That's so cool. I can't wait for this one to come out, though, because this interview with Lynn Marie, I thought was pretty cool. I really like Lynn Marie. I don't know if you could get from the interview. I know, again, you weren't there. I'm sorry. We had to record during a work day for you, but all right. I don't know if you got from the um, interview her her personality, which I think is really awesome. She's sort of straightforward. Mm-hmm. Straightforward. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like that. It's a little bit different than I feel like the um, psychic mediums that I've met in my life. Oh, it's, really? Uh, yeah. I feel like yeah. The I don't know. She felt very honest and. Um, blunt I guess but that's maybe not even the right word but it was well you know I think I think blunt has a negative connotation but you don't mean it that way I think you mean she's blunt because she's straightforward and honest and that's uh, always a good thing yeah I felt like I learned a lot from her actually yeah it was really interesting I'm gonna I'm gonna I'd love to talk to you a little bit about um and we didn't talk about this before so (laughs) I might be be, like putting you on the spot but what did you think about the whole tarot card conversation we had and how she well she's the next well she uses them that's one Mm -hmm. of her main um I don't know modes of reading and helping people yeah but I thought tarot cards were really interesting she she started by reading regular playing cards that's I didn't I didn't realize that maybe I missed that but um that's pretty interesting I really like tarot cards um I have a lot of friends who are really into it um and they have gotten gotten readings in the past and you know, what's really interesting, and um, I think the people listening who, you know, use tarot cards, I always get the tower, which I guess is, um, a lot of people see that as kind of like an ominous um, sign, like it's the tower. I, I, I think it represents like uh, the end of something in a glorious kind of fiery way. Oh, yeah, like, but isn't it, that good though? <laughs> yeah, and it, it, for me, it's often come up um at times where uh I'm kind of like restarting not restarting my life but kind of like doing something different like the first time I got it is right when I moved to Providence oh Um, nice so you may yeah some people might view that as oh this is a negative card because something's going to come crashing down and ending but in actuality you ended something in order to start something new Mm -hmm. yeah it was like the beginning of you know my quote-unquote like new life right yeah yeah I had gone through a lot that year and this was just kind of like the beginning of this new age of, of me. Right. So it was, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool because whenever I get it, I kind of know that like, okay, yeah, like this is a good thing. Even though I think a lot of people would see that and be like, Oh shit. But The other thing she said to add to your um, thought process is that it's not just the one card. <clears throat> like you have to look at the whole, the whole sentence she called it you know Mm -hmm. 
to complete the thought. Yeah, it's really cool. And I, I, mom, I think you should, you should learn a little bit more about tarot because I think it's something that you would find really helpful and maybe we can learn together. We can do each other. Well, Lynn Marie actually does classes. She was going to do one at mainstream meditation. She was going oh, cool. to do like a, a level one tarot yeah. uh, class, but you know, with COVID we're kind of just sort of like, Oh, mm-hmm. let's do that. And then we'll see what happens. So we're gonna, <laughs> I would love to, okay. I think. Yeah. yeah. So if really she does cool. that, I'll let you know. Yeah. I think that would be awesome for us to do together and then we can report back for the podcast. Well, that would be cool. Maybe she'll do something just for us. Yeah. No pressure, Lynn Marie. So what did you think about the rest of that interview? I mean, I, 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 I love talking about energy because I, I work with energy in Reiki. I work with energy, um, even in meditation. Energy to me is literally everything. And I said it in the interview, if you could hear me. But, uh, <laughs> I always say energy is everything and everything is energy, you know, mm-hmm. what did you think? What did you think about that? I mean, I know you don't work with energy per se, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, I definitely agree with you. Um, I, I liked when you guys, especially we're talking about um, like, you know, people use different words to describe energy. Right. So I may not go into the room and be like, the energy is divine here. I would probably <laughs> go into the room and be like, some really cool vibes in this room right but it's the same thing like she even said like vibes is a word that people use a lot and um, I do feel like people connect to the energy around them more often than they realize Um, for good or for bad so I think that there's some people who might might gravitate toward positive energy but I also think that there are some people who may gravitate toward negative energy for some reason Mm-hmm. Um, or great negative energy gravitates to them and they don't understand why this keeps happening. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think that you're an empath? Um, yeah, I do. But I think I shut a, a lot of it out. Um, well, that's healthy. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess it would, when Lynn Marie was talking about it, she was like, you know, I don't want to like be walking through the grocery store you know, knowing like, oh, she's going through a bad divorce or, oh, he just lost his mom or, you know, whatever it, it was that she was saying. Um, but I do feel like I shut it off more than I should. I don't connect to it as much as I should. Um, well, there's some sort of a um, scary feeling if you connect to it too much because you're like, you may confuse it for your own um, energy. And that's the other thing I do say a lot too to some of my clients is that if you're feeling anxious or anxiety, it may not even be yours to feel like you just need to really, it's good to be tuned into it, but it's also good to not connect to it. Yeah. Or let it go. Or. Yeah. I think that's my problem is the letting it go. Um, for me, I have to agree. I think you, you definitely do feel and you might take on as if it's your own, even mm-hmm. though you know it's someone else's, but you might hold on to it energetically. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's something I've gotten a little bit better at as I've gotten older, but um, I think that's probably the main reason why it's shut off most of the time, just to avoid that hard work of letting it go. Um, but it's maybe something that, you know, everything takes practice. And I think Lynn Marie said that too, that... Mm-hmm she had to work to become the level that she's at now regarding, you know, the empathic vibes <laughs> that she gets. Yeah. 
yeah. so maybe if if it takes practice, maybe that's just what I need to do. Well, I would I would say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't everything a practice? Nothing 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 comes easy, but that's okay because we don't mind working hard at those things. Yeah, that are important for our overall well being and health, especially <laughs> energetic health. You know, it's yeah. one you can't see. Yeah, and you know what? Feel it. I think COVID. I mean, not to wax poetic about my experiences, but um, I think COVID kind of made me realize that sometimes it's okay to just do things to do them, and you don't have to be really good at them. Uh Because. And what do you mean by that? Well, I took up a lot of crafting during COVID. I love your painting. I went through a couple of different crafting stages. I, you know, painted. Um, I love them. I love them. At first, and then I started doing. I made earrings. Next, yes. sticky dinks. Um, I love those too. <laughs> yeah. And then I started doing paint by number recently. Um, and it's just like for me, like if I don't have sort of like an adult craft to do, um, I it's very hard for me to get through the you know, quarantine and isolation of COVID. Um, but it's taught me that I was, I was not very good at painting when I started and I'm still not very good. I mean, it's, I like it and I like the work that I do. So that's enough. Right. But, um, it was hard because I've tried learning piano a bunch of times and I just, that doesn't stick because I'm not immediately good at it. You have to practice. Yeah. (laughs) So, I think that's what you wanted to hear your mom (laughs) telling you valuable lesson practice your piano (laughs) meanwhile I can't even get I can't I can't learn the ukulele because I don't practice yeah it's hard I know (laughs) there's a certain motivation um behind wanting to get better at something and if you want to get better at something it certainly takes practice including understanding energy and feeling other people's energy and not allowing that to enter your sphere of your energy, you know, it's so true. So she talked a little bit about giving readings and, um, and, and again, not wanting to approach someone in the grocery store and give them a reading, but um, talked about how, I I think one thing that you brought up earlier was that um, I'm getting lost in thought. (laughs) It's good to have a lot of thoughts. Here, do you want it? <laughs> it's not good to have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> no, you brought up something earlier and I wanted to talk about it when she was talking about giving a reading and how someone might come to her and say, Hey, do you remember when you gave me that reading? And how and she's like, actually, no, I don't, I don't really remember that. Yeah. yeah. And you brought that up. And I thought that was interesting. And my take on that was like, yeah, well, it's really not yours to remember. Mm-hmm. It's not hers. It's for the person that's in front of her to remember. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's their life, their person, their whatever mm-hmm. energy trail that she's reading. Um, but it's funny because it does definitely happen during Reiki. I do take notes with everyone that I give Reiki to because I don't remember the things that come up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but it's really not mine to remember. Right. I think that's really amazing. Um, I love Reiki. You know, I, I think that's a really cool uh, way to kind of harness the energy um, that's out there. Use it for good. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
So I think that's really awesome. And I agree. It's almost like, I don't want to say it's like not your business. Right. But I mean, that's something that, that is between. Yeah. It's not my business. You're right. Right. So it's, it's just kind of interesting how um, we just kind of forget. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It goes like through my brain and it's gone once I say it or write it down. It's yeah. probably gone for good, but that's true for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the other part of her interview that I loved too was that the fact that her sister keeps coming in and hounding her. I feel yeah. like her sister is a, um, someone that helps her to do her work. So mm-hmm. of course she's going to keep coming in. Yeah. But, um, I love that story that she told. Um, I think it was really like kind of amazing when she was like, sometimes um they send you the messages that you need to hear. And I think it was cool how it's always her sister. Cause I mean, you know, I feel like if anybody is going to give it to you, honestly, like it would be your sister. So yeah, that's actually a really interesting point because that's probably why she's so straight, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like she's just honest and straightforward because she's getting it, that information from right. someone who's just going to tell her like it is. Yeah. Right. And I loved when she was like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a no lose situation for them. Like they're not going to suffer any repercussions of telling you the truth. So why, you know, why would they lie to you? They, and it's just, I think it's really cool that it comes from her sister. And I think that's really special. I think so too. Um, And I love that. It's not always the messages that we think we want to hear. It's the stuff that we do need to hear. Like you just said, like this message will help you in some way to heal. I honest, I always, always felt that way about going to see mediums and psychics is that if Mm -hmm. I don't get a reading, it's okay. I know someone else will and they'll um, get some healing, but I also feel like, well, that just validates the fact that Mm -hmm. our loved ones are a form of energy on the other side and they're always there. Absolutely. I think that's totally true. So what else did you like about that interview? Anything you want to bring up? Um, I loved, I loved that. Um, she, when she was talking about um, like the right time and place, you know, like that the person who would come up to her while she was out to lunch. Oh gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just interesting because like the person who was convinced they really wanted this reading they got it and they were like not ready for it you know it's almost like yeah like of course you aren't ready for it this is a random chance encounter at at, you know like an Applebee's or whatever like of course you're not going to be ready for it Um, you know what I know about energy too and this is a Reiki thing however and a lot of people have probably heard me say this but not on this podcast because I don't think I've said it on this podcast yet but um when you give Reiki, you have to honor the energy by having an exchange, an exchange of something. And I'm wondering if it's if that's that that chance encounter at the, at the restaurant is like, well, there's not a fair exchange of energy because yeah. he's not really, and this sounds really bad, but she's not getting something from this person who's asking her. It's sort of like a, a forced reading. And of course she's able to do it, mm-hmm. but it's really not the place or the time right interesting that must be hard yeah and I really liked when she was talking about um you know her own ego I thought that was really interesting how she said something that was like kind of struck a chord with me it was like am I doing this for this person 
or am I doing it so I can prove to myself or and everyone else that I can, mm-hmm. uh, which is really interesting. Like sometimes maybe we just shouldn't do things just because we can do them to prove uh, to ourselves or someone else that we're able yeah. to do it. Yeah, I agree. Um, ego is a tricky thing because it does sneak in there really quickly. And if you're not aware of that, then, then you can really, I think, run amok with it. Yeah. You know, like if you're like, well, I don't know, you got, you got to really put it aside. Yeah. And it happens, it happens and comes in all forms. Like I've definitely been in situations where my ego has showed up um, in unexpected ways, right? Like in jealousy, um, you know, in like FOMO. (laughs) No kidding. I'm the worst. I'm the worst at that. Yeah. I got to tell you, like, um, it's funny you say that because I'm always like, well, I could do that. I should go do that because they're doing it. And I think I do a good job at that. So I'm going to go do that. And then I'll sign up for things that I probably shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Why did I do that? But, you know, what's interesting is that one of our other topics, and I'm hoping to get um, someone on soon for our next podcast, if not this next one, but the one after about awareness um, and how important it is to be aware. And I say aware, meaning mindful, uh, present, mm-hmm. noticing those thoughts when you have those thoughts of ego things, like then stopping and saying, why am I thinking this? Why is this coming up now? Why do I feel like I need to go do that thing when I don't really am not interested in that thing, but I know I can, <laughs> can do it. Like what part of me, the awareness of hearing those thoughts and knowing those thoughts exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say awareness is the first step <clears throat> to healing, being aware of the fact that uh, you're having those thoughts, right? You know, right now, and then trying to figure out where they come from. Yeah, totally. It's crazy. It is. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on intuition? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think it is a very strong tool that we should all use um, more often than we do. How do you know um, when you can trust it, though? Because it can be off, yeah, you know. It can. It certainly can. Um, I don't know. That's a, another really good question. I I feel like perhaps it's just best to let your intuition guide you, but then let your um, analytical side of you maybe make the, that final decision. Oh, that's um, tough. <laughs> it's very tough. Uh, Not like that at all. Yeah. So I, I'm like, uh, here's the thing with your intuition. If you're telling yourself negative thoughts and um, things, you won't necessarily believe your own intuition. Like, mm-hmm. so it's sort of like a double-edged sword. If you're constantly negative, you may have negative thoughts about things that might happen. And in actuality, you can't trust your intuition because those things may not even happen. Or if you do trust your intuition, I mean, if you do have these thoughts and ideas and you think something's going to happen and you don't trust it, and then it happens. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) (laughs) It's really important to to listen to yourself and your intuition, feel Mm -hmm. your gut feeling. But I think it's important that you're aware of those thoughts and aware. I think that's where I was going with that. Like you need to yeah. just be aware that you're having those feelings. Meditation yeah. really helps with that, becoming more and more aware of the thoughts that you're having, um, being more and more aware of your intuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I think meditation is great. Um, I yeah, I I definitely am guilty of not meditating enough, um, which is crazy because we have a podcast about subjects like this 
<laughs> we're doing this podcast to try to um, educate people about what mm-hmm. are some of the ways that they can yeah. start to heal. And that's just, this is just, that's just one of the ways that have helped me, but it doesn't necessarily mean it will help everyone. Although I do believe strongly that it will. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about meditation and also hires your energy vibration. So energetic vibration, if the more you meditate, the not mm-hmm. only does it uh, elevate your emotional vibration, but it, you definitely feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, are calm, are calmer, calmer. That's really hard for me to say coming from Massachusetts. <laughs> calm. And much calmer. Um, <laughs> super calm, bro. I'm super calm. Like, wicked calm. Um, it's helped for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's also, you know, again, helps with my energetic vibration, which means the feelings of each emotion that you have has an energetic vibration, whether it's lower or higher love being the ultimate, of course, highest vibrating emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more you meditate, the more compassion that you cultivate mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I really uh, have to start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> As your mother, I'm going to ask you that you try. <laughs> we will talk about awareness again um, mm-hmm. on one of our um, podcasts. I'm hoping to get a, a mindfulness uh, expert of sorts on. We can pick their brain. And hopefully you can make that one with me, Britt. That would be fabulous. Yeah, totally. Just let me know. I'll be there. Sure. Is there anything else that you wanted to chat about on Lynn Marie's? Um. I just, I just want to say that I loved when she said that uh, doing a reading for somebody is not 411 to heaven. I thought that was really, really interesting because um, I feel like a lot of us have that kind of misconception about um, getting psychic medium readings. Uh, it feels like you get to choose what your um, family members or, you know, the people in heaven uh, want to tell you, um, but it's not like that. It's just, it's not. It, it just comes to you when it, when it needs to. Um, yep. You get the message you need to that day, whether it feels like it's right or not, you yeah, get it. Totally. Yeah. But I also just want to say thank you to Lynn Marie. It was a really great interview. Um, she's so, great to talk to. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And if she's listening, thank you. Thank you, Lynn Marie. <laughs> We're going to take a break and we'll be back with our reflection question for this episode. See you then. Before we end this episode with our reflection question, we actually got a question from one of our listeners who was asking about readings. And they said, what was the coolest reading that you've ever had? Britt, what do you, do you want to answer that? Have you ever had a reading? Yeah, I've had a couple. Um, I think they've all um, been like only 20-ish minutes long. Um, yeah, quick ones. 
Yeah, I usually like I used to go up to Salem, you know, for oh. October and they had a lot of, um, you know, mediums and psychic mediums up there. Um, you know, you sit at a table like very close to somebody. Um, I do have one really cool reading that happened to myself. And then I, I have another cool experience that was technically my reading, but I'll go into it. So I think the, the coolest one and the one that I'll always remember most of all um I went to Salem mm-hmm. <laughs> uh with you um and Michelle my friend and we went to go see Salem State University on a college uh, I don't I remember this go ahead yes oh <laughs> uh, it was like in February or something I, I remember visiting Salem State yeah and then so Michelle and I both got readings um from a psychic that in, in one of the shops and and I was there yeah you were there I don't know if you, I don't know if you got one or not, but um, I think Michelle and I definitely did. And she grabbed my hands um, and she was like, uh, immediately she was like, what, what kind of problems do you have with your father? And I was like, oh, well, I don't, at that point I hadn't seen him in like years and years, right? I hadn't even spoken to him maybe in like seven years or so. Um, I was like, oh, well, you know, I don't really have a relationship. Like, you know, that's it. Um, And she was like, oh, well, you will. He's actually going to reach out like in two months or so. And I was like, that's never going to happen. But he did. Two months later, he found me on Facebook. And he spoke to me for the first time in seven years. That's crazy. Wow. It was something that was like, I didn't even really think about it until later. You know, Mm -hmm. it happened. And then like a few days later, it registered with me like, oh, my God. Right. I thought this was going to happen. So that's that the really coolest cool. when when you have a reading, you're like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And yeah. Then exactly. Days or a month later, you're like, oh, my gosh, that's what she said. Yeah. And so that was kind of interesting. And then on, one more thing I'll, I'll say is one time me and my friend Jess, um, who is super into tarot cards, you know, loves getting read. Um, we both went to Salem and she was standing behind me at like this big kind of like psychic fair. Um, so they just had like a bunch of them all in a row. Jess was sitting behind me and the woman doing my reading got everything wrong. Like I was like, no, no. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. And then I told Jess about it later. She was like, I think she was reading me because yes, it's making a lot of sense <laughs> to me. Um, and it was just kind of cool because it was like very specific. Like Jess was thinking about going to Arizona. Um, and the lady said that I would be going to Arizona. Um, and I was just like, no, but it was really cool how that kind of happened where well, I don't that know explains the energy. Like she's, right. picking, she's probably just picking up on. Jess, Jess yeah, energy. and I feel like Jess probably needed to hear that more than I needed to hear something at that point. Right. Um, so the reading was done for her, which I thought was really cool. That is so neat. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the best reading. I guess who hasn't even had a reading from Lynn Marie yet? She's done a, pulled a couple of cards for me, um, mm-hmm. and those were really helpful and, of course, spot on. I'm getting a reading from Lynn Marie in September. Cool. Um, but I, I had a really cool reading with me and some of my friends. We all went to see someone and they picked us up right out of the audience and had us come down and talk to us and brought up my dad, my brother, my sister. And then my friend next to me brought up her dad, <laughs> you know, like, and then yeah. it, 
So it was just like every single one of us got something and it was amazing, um, especially the way that they, they picked us out of the crowd and brought us down front. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I've had many, many, many readings. And um, I, I think I'm at the point now where only every once in a while I would, I would like to get some guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely still love going to watch people get readings. And I actually would much rather watch other people get what they need than mm-hmm. myself get a reading at this point, because I could just, you know, talk to my own people for <laughs> <laughs> them necessarily yeah. talk back, but I definitely know they're there. So, so as far as the healing part of getting a reading, I don't necessarily need that part. I just sometimes need some divine guidance and I feel yeah. like I can get that from from the other side. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And yeah. it is so it's really fun for me too to to see other people, you know, hear what they need to hear. Um and I've seen some pretty amazing stuff, you know, like uh, I think we went to go see uh Chip Coffee at one oh. point. <laughs> coffee talk. <laughs> yeah he's, he's that was interesting. fun, that was fun. <laughs> and if at the very least it can be very entertaining I mm-hmm. mean I find a lot of healing and validation from it but yeah it can be very entertaining I was just watching psychic kids like the most recent version mm-hmm. of all the little kids who were on psychic Kid- kids are now adults and they're helping other little kids on psychic kids I that's love really that cool it that's is really cool I'll probably yeah. go watch that when we hang up today <laughs> <laughs> thanks that was awesome I really enjoyed interviewing her and I really really enjoyed talking with you about it Britt yeah, me too. Um, I'd love to close with our reflection question for this episode if you don't mind yeah I'll um so our reflection question is for for this episode um and I'm really excited about this one actually um have you ever heard of the law of attraction have you experienced a thought that became a thing positive or negative um Super excited to hear what you guys think about this. Uh, please uh, send us an email at talktoheelpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's talktoheelpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, uh, your opinions, your stories. Like I said, I'm super excited to talk about this one. I feel like it's a topic that is on a lot of people's minds lately. Um, so we're really looking forward to hearing from you. Yeah, you know what? Our next episode is not planned yet. My my original thought was that we would have someone on here to talk about awareness, meditation, and mindfulness. But now that we asked that question about the law of attraction, mm-hmm. perhaps I'll find someone who is a really good at manifesting things that they want and how they actually, what are the steps that they do to create the life that they want? Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. I'll start. If you guys know anyone out there who would love to talk about that, you can email us at talktoheelpodcast at gmail.com. I actually have a handful of people that I'm thinking of right now as we're chatting. So I'll mm-hmm. reach out to them. Um, Britt, if you know anyone, reach out to them. Mm-hmm. And we can have a few people on if we really want to. Yeah. We can talk to a few people. That would be fun. Yeah, love um, attraction panel. Yeah, panel. Panel. <laughs> Uh, anyways thank you all so much for joining us we're looking forward to to um your questions and comments um especially of this reflection question i'd love to hear um your experience with using energy and the law of attraction to manifest the life that you want thanks for joining us bye bye Mm -hmm.